Welcome to the Fantasy Football Last Call Podcast. My name is Joe Bond, founder of FantasySixPack.net. With me as usual, my co-host Dave Eddy. What is up, brother? Oh, just uh, gotta get up for work in a couple hours, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, you you have you have some early mornings coming up, so uh, oh yeah. I I do not envy you. Let's put it that way. Um, but anyway, man, it's uh. You know, we had, a, we had a good day of football, and uh, let's so let's let's roll through this, shall we? Yeah, man, we were missing a lot of offense today, Joe. Um, you tell me. Missing a lot man. of offense today. Yeah. So the first game we had Saints twenty-one, <laughs> uh, Lanta sixteen. Uh, I mean, you know, again, like we're going to talk about here quite a bit. Um, you know, lose a little bit of offense here. We had, you know, Hill Hill has been doing all right. Um, you know, filling in for Breeze. He had 232 yards through the air, two touchdowns, uh, 83 yards on the ground. So, I mean, you know, I don't know what more you expect out of him. Uh, Kamara got it going a little bit. Definitely the best game he had with uh, Hill under center. He had 88 on the ground with a touch yes, he did. and two catches, which would normally be a bad line for him. But all things considered, the last couple of weeks, that's that's par for the course. Uh, and Michael Thomas uh, caught nine for a buck five. Not a whole lot for Atlanta. Uh, I mean, you know, Ryan, 273 in a touch. Uh, Julio caught six for 94. Ridley had five for 100. Didn't, you know, really go a whole lot there. But I think, you know, what it really boils down to is that, you know, rumor has it Breeze will be back next week. So, you know, the Taysom Hill experiment, um, you know, that was had eligibility questions and, you know, the whole nine yards we, we encounter there is going to be over soon. So I think, you know, if you're a Kamara owner, you just cannot wait for that to happen. Yeah. Um, if you're a Hill owner, I hope you, you know, I hope you enjoyed what you got. Yeah, man. Like it, it'll be interesting to see how Breeze responds uh, with, you know, coming back off the injury. Um, Kamara, as you said, you know, Kamara, people who have Kamara on their teams are, are del- it, it, you know, delighted to see breeze come back michael thomas i don't know though man like i mean i guess you're happy but like michael thomas has been solid so like what you you know he's been getting tons and tons and tons of volume and uh i think it's like 70 something percent of the target share on that offense it's just like drop back he goes for a slant he'll hit him <laughs> that's pretty much what michael thomas is doing right now and you're loving it like yeah he may not score but you'll take nine for 105 any day like that's fine, um, you know. So you know, we'll see. I mean, anytime Breeze is back there at quarterback, you're not you're not gonna you know you're not gonna be too sad about it. So, right, bring it on. <laughs> oh boy, yeah, man. Next up, uh, stupid old Lions thirty four, uh, Bears thirty. <laughs> Ruining um, your draft you know. picks, man. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh boy, that's that's exactly what I think most of us are thinking. Um, but hey, that Stafford had a great day, uh, over 400 in the air, uh, three touchdowns and a pick. Uh, AP got himself in the end zone. Uh, Marvin Jones had over 100 yards and a touchdown uh, for the Bears. Trubisky wasn't uh, a complete, you know, toilet bowl. He had 265 and a touch. 
Um, Montgomery found himself in the end zone twice. So um, if you owned him, I think that's about the, the ceiling that you were hoping for. And then uh, Robinson wasn't spectacular, but consistent. He had six catches uh, for 75 yards. But, I mean, you know, for not having Swift and Galladay in the lineup, uh, you know, if you were playing Stafford, if you had to play Stafford, you were very satisfied there. Um, but, I mean, you know, really these two teams, there's not a whole lot going on. Um, you know, there's nothing consistent here, I would say, outside yeah. of, you know, Allen Robinson. Yeah, I, I literally wrote – I, I got nothing for this game. I initially I just wrote question marks. Like I I didn't know hmm. what to think, man. Like there were some stat lines and fantasy wise, like you were happy to play guys like Marvin Jones if you actually played him. You were happy to play Montgomery because uh, he got the touchdowns, right? Uh, but like this game was just kind of blah. Like honestly, like every time they showed it, I was like, what's <clears throat> going on here? Like it just wasn't exciting. I guess dynasty wise, like Cole Komet, like hey maybe maybe showing something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it seems like if he catches the ball, it's for a touchdown, you know? Sure. It, I mean, you're, it seems like the way he goes. Yeah, you, you're not going to be too sad here with, with that. You know, maybe it's a sign of things to come. So we we'll can move on, yeah. I think, though. Yeah, that game sucks. <laughs> um, uh, next up, we had Colts 26, Texans 20. Uh, Phillip Rivers 285 and two touchdowns. And Jonathan Taylor again led the backfield here. Um, decent day. Um, 13 carries, 91 yards. Uh, T.Y. Hilton apparently still plays football. Um, I know this because He's he alive. caught He's he caught alive. eight balls for a <laughs> little over 100 and a touch. And then other side of the ball, I mean, you know, Texans struggled a little bit. I mean, that's a really good Colts defense. I mean, Watson wasn't too bad. Uh, 341 through the air. No touchdowns, though, uh, though he ran one in, had a pick. And then David Johnson returned. Uh, I mean, he was... David Johnson, David you know, John, 10 for yeah, 44. Right? David Johnson, exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, exactly. 10 for 44. He did get in the end zone, though. But, you know, uh, your boy Kiki Cutie, who we kind of, I guess, technically talked about this morning. Um, you know, he did Failure he did have a pretty good day. actually playing him. <laughs> you know, eight, eight for a buck 41. I don't know, you know, if that's what we can expect, you know, between either him or, you know, Cooks to have a day like that without, you know, Will Fuller being around. But, um, you know, biggest takeaway, I think, just in general, is that, again, in a very soft matchup, it was um, Taylor that was getting the touches out of that backfield, you know, the, the majority of them at least. Yeah, man. Uh, it was <laughs> nice to see. So I kind of a lot to talk about in a not super exciting fantasy game, right? Because – Nobody really like blew up because let's be honest, who was really playing Cootie, right? Except for DFS purposes. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> right, but not but except for DFS, right? Like but in, in season long you weren't really playing Cootie, right? Unless you were desperate. Uh so things yeah. to talk about here, right? So Jonathan Taylor comes back off the off the COVID list and and performs very well, right? So great to see. You, you like to see he got the lion's share of the carries there, which is what everybody was really hoping to see. Is what we expected last week before he went on COVID, and then you know obviously things got altered. Ty, right? What the hell? This is actually two games in a row now for Ty, playing pretty well. So like, I mean. Is Rivers finally going, oh, wait, I actually have a good receiver back here. Or is this just like no. a fluke? I don't know. Like, it's just weird. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not I'm not buying into it quite yet. I'd have to see it at least one more time before I'm buying into it. Um, 
And then on the on the Texan side, right? So first game without Fuller, right? So you wanted to see how Watson was going to perform. You wanted to see how the receivers were going to perform. Uh, you wanted to see how David Johnson was going to bounce back, right? David Johnson was David Johnson, as you said. Uh, Watson kind of did Watson things. This is what you kind of expected from him. Uh, you know, Cooks didn't really improve or downgrade at all, it seemed like. Kuti was the big winner. Um, and that will be something to watch. I'm not going to bump him into like wide receiver two territory quite yet for my rankings, but he is somebody who's probably going to f- pop into like flex, uh, you know, uh, flex category for, you know, depending on the matchup. I mean, look, the Colts aren't, you know, anything to sneeze at. The Colts have a great defense. Uh, so the fact that he can get that done, uh, is, is pretty good against that Colts defense. So a lot of talk about there, a lot of like worthy storylines in the, in that game. So it, it's just something to pay attention to there. So moving on. Yeah, man. Uh, speaking of worthy storylines, we almost had one in the next game oh, uh, with goodness. the <laughs> craziest Jets, game uh, ever. Jets almost, uh, almost got their first win, man. It was 31, 28 <laughs> loss to the Raiders on a, I, I mean, basically a last second, um, not even a hail Mary exactly, but I mean, kind of, um, this was I mean, the know, worst defensive play I've ever seen in my life. It was, well, I mean, no, they no. did. They, Think about it. They had to score a touchdown. Well, the guy did bit is, on they, a they, double they, move. On like you just had to get behind him. <laughs> I mean, there's you, two ways that, that people approach that it. Move. You can't bite on like, that move. None. But just in general, though, like on those plays like that, ninety percent of the time, if not ninety five percent of the time, you know, you, you drop eight, you rush three, and you just say you're gonna have to, you know, get something crazy. Sure. Every now and again, you'll see teams that will just go and say, "All right, we're gonna blitz you, so you don't have time to throw the ball." <laughs> Well, that's what the Jets did. The Jets sent sent the house, and they they picked up the blitz perfectly because they had single coverage, and you know, rugs just like you said. I don't why the guy bit for the yeah, bit for the double the move. Thing. I don't it's like know. You can't but. bite on the double move. It's like a fine 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 <clears throat> defensive call with the blitz and things like that, but you can't bite on the double move. Absolutely, oh, he not. did. He like he stopped, and rugs like peace. <laughs> guy runs four two. You can't stop. <laughs> He's yeah, clearly he definitely going had separation. by you. He's clearly <laughs> going by you. So, I don't know. That was a crazy, crazy finish. Congrats to the Raiders. Jets, I, I don't know, mate. Like, you know, conspiracy theories, or they did that on purpose. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, all I got to say is Waller is a baller, dude. Like, dude, 13 for 200 and two touchdowns. Oh, man. Woo. That was a that was a crazy game from him. Uh, anybody who had him in the lineup, I, I can't imagine you lost. <laughs> uh, Booker didn't do too well in in his in his start, uh, but they the Raiders were just chasing most of this game, which was kind of crazy. So they didn't really get a chance to run. So I don't blame that too much on Booker. Uh, I don't think Jacobs would have done a whole lot in that no, scenario either, unfortunately. Nope. So. Uh, I, I don't blame that there. Crowder, man, five for 47 and two touchdowns himself. And then, uh, interesting, Ty Johnson. I'll be honest with you. I, I've never, 
I, I don't know who this guy is. Uh, Former Detroit Lions. Detroit Lions, Lions right? Is that who that is? Yeah. I, okay, yeah. so I do know. Um, yeah. uh, they 20, released him in the preseason. 22 for 404 and a touchdown. Um, okay, sure, man. Go on with your bad self. <laughs> it's not going anywhere. Don't don't go chasing that. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, so next one, man, we, we out had ourselves a blowout. Um, Browns end up, uh, I wouldn't say squeaking out a win, but, you know, the score got close. It ended up being 41-35. They beat the, the Titans. Uh, Baker Mayfield did pretty much all of his work in the first half. Uh, he finished with 334 and four touchdowns. But um, like I said, most of that was, you know, first half stuff. Uh, Chubb got 80 on the ground with a touch. Uh, Landry had eight for 62 for a touchdown. Um, I mean, Derrick Henry, unfortunately, did not, you know, come through in this one, but it was because they were down by, you know, what were they down with? 20, they, they were down 20 something like quick. So you knew that, you know, that was going to be, you know, out the window really early. Uh, so Tannehill ended up, you know, having to throw the ball a bunch. He had 45 uh, attempts. So 389 yards, three touchdowns there. Uh, Corey Davis had a, Pretty damn big game too. Uh, Eleven catches, buck eighty-two, and a touch there. Uh, AJ Brown only had four for eighty-seven, so that's a little bit surprising considering how much they had to throw the ball. But um, you know, Corey Davis was the guy that was doing work there. I don't know, man. This is just a weird one because you don't, ex- you know, you know that the Browns have the ability to be explosive. It just never happens, especially with how much they want to run the ball. But man, they just. They just lit up that scoreboard in the first they half. They got out super fast, man. And um, and honestly, you know, pe- people were expecting this to be a close game, and, and a lot of people were on Derrick Henry and DFS. And uh, this was like the, the one pivot all of a sudden late that you and I kind of talked about that we were like, yeah, we're off of it. Um, mostly thanks to you. I was just kind of like, okay, sure, whatever. Uh, <laughs> and... Uh, but yeah, I mean Baker came out and and just you know was on fire. Chubb, you know, did his thing. <clears throat> the one thing I kind of look at though, man, like and and I hadn't looked back at at the the game logs, you know, piece by piece. But just for some weird reason, I feel like Davis is possibly the more reliable receiver at this point, especially PPR leagues, man. Like AJ Brown is big game, big play ability, yeah. right? He And that's yeah. what he did. He had one big catch to give him most of his 87 yards. Other than that, man, it wasn't much. Davis is just chunk, 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 chunk play, man. And he just gets a lot of them. Uh, now, I usually 100, 11 for 182, but, you know, he's good for 5, 6, 7 for, you know, 80 and possibly a touchdown. So A.J. Brown's good for, you know, 2, 3, 4, 5 for 80 or or, or 180. You know, like that, you know, and I, I'll, I'll play A.J. Brown in season long every time, right? But it's tough, man. It's tough to pick A.J. Brown in DFS leagues. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think anyone who either doesn't follow closely or just, you know, doesn't, you know, play a lot of Titans, that you don't realize how consistent Corey Davis has been. Uh, I mean, you know, if you go back and just take a look, like, I mean, week in and week out, like, he's putting up very serviceable numbers. So, you know, you could definitely argue that for, you know, for this season, he maybe has been the most or is the most underrated receiver right now. 
um, for exactly like what you said. You know, they like to pound the ball with Henry, obviously. Um, you know, Brown is there to stretch the field to make big plays, and Davis just kind of does the not so sexy stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, it it's uh it, it's pretty crazy. So uh, it, it look coming into the season, I I, I would have told you avoid 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 Corey Davis because I just wasn't buying yeah. his semi breakout last year. Not a chance because we've seen multiple years in a row of him just you know not doing anything and. He yep. is proving me wrong, along with a lot of players this year, it feels like. <laughs> uh, welcome Rogers, to 2020, you. man. Aaron Rodgers <laughs> is one of them. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, So one of the uglier games we had to endure this week, uh, Dolphins pull out a 19-7 to victory over the Bengals. Um, I, I don't even want to talk about the Bengals exactly. Yep. <laughs> Um, for the Dolphins, I mean, listen, man, if you're a, a real life fan, that you're excited, they have a great defense. Right. Um, you know, they have good young talent, and I think Tua uh, is the real deal. Ultimately, I think he is. Yeah, but fantasy wise, fantasy wise, just, you were man, who gives a shit? You were praying for Fitzpatrick as soon I mean, as he got announced. Yep, I threw it out on Twitter. I said, if you're a Fitzpatrick, if 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 you're a Parker, <clears> and honestly, the Gasecki one backfired on me. But if you're a Parker or Gasecki owner you are not happy that Tua, Tua is starting now Gusecki blew up uh, but I mean history has shown that these guys just don't perform Parker was four for 35 Tua seems to like target one guy each week and this week just happened to be Gusecki um, he liked um, ah dang it who got hurt Grant no uh, the guy that got hurt for the year I know we're both blanking on his name. The receiver. Oh, man. Sure. I know. We're amateurs. You're, yeah, I don't know who you're talking about. I mean, I guess you say it, and it's like, oh, duh. But, I, yeah, I mean, as, soon, as soon as I'm going to look up the, the the player here, we're going to go, oh, yeah, that guy. Um, yeah, I do feel stupid. Yes, I absolutely feel like an idiot right now because, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to look down the roster here and we're going to see that it is uh, not Alan Hearns. Nope, 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 nope. Absolutely not. Oh, Albert Wilson. No, oh, who no, gives a no. Shit? no. Albert no. Wilson? Like, what? No, sorry. Preston Williams. No, who gives a shit there too? It's whatever. No, he liked so. Preston Williams. He was targeting nope, Preston. No, he's the only one. But he was, he was targeting <laughs> Preston Williams more. Than anybody else when he was in the lineup, and then he went out and like he just kind of switches it up every week. It feels like so. Uh, I feel like a couple weeks ago it was Parker, uh, one week it was Grant, and this week it just happened to be Kaseki. So like I mean, it's fine for real football, but for fantasy purposes, like these guys all drop because they're just unreliable. Oh yeah, uh, mm-hmm. and, and it stinks. You know, like you you want guys to just get heavy target share every week and you can rely on it. I mean, target targets are king in fantasy. Like that's all there is to it, guys. Like. Not all there is to it, but that is the majority of it. So, anyway, let's move on. Well, I'll tell you what. Hey, if you what? want volume, I've got volume for you then, Joe. We've got uh, Vikings 27, Jags uh, 24. You you want some volume? Cook, 32 carries. Yeah, baby. 120, 120 <laughs> yards. Jefferson, nine catches, 121 and a touch. Thielen, eight those, catches. Those guys get? I want to see how many. 47 apiece. <laughs> Oh, but, I mean, man. that's that's what I you mean, want to see. Like, that's the kind of fantasy right? stuff you want to see. You it's want like to see good players three, get the three ball guys a lot. They're getting the ball on these teams. 
Screw everybody yeah. else. Like, who cares? Exactly. <laughs> uh, let's see. Yeah, Jefferson exactly. got 12. Thielen mm-hmm. got 11. <clears throat> yeah. That's what you want. You get targets very consolidated. catching <clears throat> the majority of them. So very, very happy all around. Yeah, 32 carries, man. I was watching that game, and, like, I just kept watching Cook get bottled up and bottled up and bottled up and stuck. And I was like, you know, on red zone, I was like, Cook must not be having a very good game. And then I look at the box score. I was like, holy crap. <laughs> like, it really wasn't a good game. 32 for 120, though. Like, you'll take it for fantasy. But, like, that's a yeah, that's an abysmal game. Like, Box score wise, like 3.8 average. Uh, he caught six for 59, by the way, too. So super right. happy there. Uh, if he had landed the end zone, we'd be talking like monster game from him. Uh, it on the Jag side, though, like, I mean, whatever. It's kind of the it's, opposite. I mean, you got James, Robinson, James Robinson who, and then who, who touches cares? the ball, and then it's whoever. I don't know. It's just, I mean, they, they have, I mean, Shark is obviously good and talented. Um, he's just, this is not, not it's hard it. to be consistent when this is like the, you know, what the third quarterback they've been running out. I this mean, year. he's got um, seven targets and I was talking about <clears> this with, uh, the fantasy six pack crew, uh, the fantasy six pack hour crew on, uh, on, on Thursday night. Yeah. Shark is getting the targets, right? And you want targets, but does it matter? Because Glennon's the one throwing him the ball. I mean, he caught two of them. And even before that, right, even before that, he was getting all the targets, but he wasn't catching the majority of them. And I don't know, and I don't watch enough of the Jaguars games, you know, to, to know whether or not it's on shark, if it's coverage, if it's bad throws, you know, or what. But something's not clicking there, and he's just not getting the job done. Uh, so, you know, I, I always like to say, you know, as I've already said in this show, is that volume is key, right? But not all volume is is equal. You know, if if you've got if you've got uh Patrick Mahomes throwing you the ball compared to Mike Glennon throwing you the ball, what's the difference, guys? Like <laughs> let's let's figure this out. It's pretty clear. Like you want Patrick Mahomes throwing you the ball seven times compared to Mike Glennie throwing you the ball seven times. So like not all volume is the same. So be careful when you just look at volume. I get it, volume's important, but not all volume is the same. Um Yeah, I, I wanna ask you real quick, like, what do you think about Jefferson being now the wide receiver one for the Vikings? I, I, I'm ready. To, I, I'm ready to crown it. No, I, I disagree. I, I Adam Thielen is the guy in Minnesota for me. I mean, it, I mean, here's the way I look at it. For for me, when you get into the red zone, who you target kind of tells me who you trust the most. Um, and it, you know, Fair. part of it, it Fair. part of it too is because you know Jefferson is is you know, more reliant on speed than Thielen is, you know, Thielen's more of a possession type receiver and, you know, Jefferson's a little bit more of a big play guy, but when they get in the red zone, the ball goes to Adam Thielen and he makes plays. That's true. I, if I had to pick one just in a vacuum, you know, um, you know, not match up related, just in a vacuum, I would take Adam Thielen 10 out of 10 times right now. Sure. I I don't know, man. I I mean, I like, I I like, I love, I love Jeff. Jefferson, man, I, I, you know, I, I was calling him the rookie receiver of the year as soon as he got drafted into that spot. 
Um, and I, I might have I might have missed on my on my uh, running back rookie of the year, but uh, with Acres. But hey, he could finish out real strong here with Acres, and we'll get to that one here next. So uh, yeah, right. little spoiler alert here. Uh, <clears throat> let's jump into that. So Rams and Cardinals. Rams thirty eight, Cardinals twenty eight. Um, Golf finished with three fifty one of the touch, and then my boy Acres finally f- seems to be taking over twenty one for seventy two in a touchdown. Henderson broke a big run, uh, so finished with a, a solid stat line, but only three touches. Brown only three for negative three. So this is Acres back. Jordan Howard stat line, <laughs> right? I mean, <laughs> oh man. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a dig. Um, so yeah, yeah. Acres man, twenty one. Uh, that's 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 monster, dude. He just was getting all the work, and he looked good. He looked real good. Like you could feel, you could you could feel it. Like watching this game, you know, as it went on, like he was getting stronger as the game went on. You could feel it, right? He was getting in the flow. And that's what you want from a running back, and that's. I'm hoping that's what McVeigh finally is seeing is that like you give a guy this ball enough times and he's going to get in the flow. A guy like Akers needs to get that done. Um, and then Woods, 10 for 85, 11 targets, Cup, 8, eight for 73, 9 targets. Um, we'll get back to the Akers here in a second. Let me rip through some of these cards, <clears throat> that line here. Uh, Murray, uh, 21 for 39, 173, three touchdowns and a pick. So, I mean, overall, good fantasy day, but... Uh, We'll get to this one here in a minute. I think we have differencing of, difference of opinions here. Uh, Drake, ten for forty nine in the touchdown. Think you know touchdowns are saving his season, man. Let's be honest. Uh, D Hop, fifty two yards at a touchdown, eight catches. So great fantasy day for him. And then uh, Dan Arnold, combine monster, <laughs> sixty one yards and two touchdowns off two catches. So uh, yeah, not that anybody started them, but all right. Two quick things. Acres, man, like, what's your thoughts about him going forward? Um, I mean, it feels like every week that you know the Rams are are on here. It's we talk about, oh, you know, the carries got split like this, and you know, the first time we really delved into it, we, you know, the question basically was, if you had to take one guy for the rest of the year, who would you take? And I think we both agreed that Acres is the guy that had the upside. It's just a matter of if or when he would, you know get touches and you know he looked really good today and mm-hmm. i don't know if it's gonna be like you know uh you know like swift you know taking over the lions backfield when he's healthy or like sanders taking over the backfield for the the eagles last year but if this is you know what it's going to be going forward he becomes i think a, a pretty solid running back two option yeah absolutely uh <laughs> I, I'm, I'm loving acres going forward i snagged him in a couple of leagues where he was dropped i unfortunately dropped him in one league uh so i'm kicking myself for that he got picked up pretty quick but uh anyway yeah, the, the other side of the ball i want to ask you and this is where i think we have difference of opinions here What's the worry meter on on Murray here? We've we've seen since the shoulder injury, we've seen him run a lot less, and we've seen his fantasy <clears throat> scores kind of dip each week. So, what's your thoughts here with this? Uh, I mean, like like we talked about beforehand, um, I, I have no hesitation at all with him. I, I don't know what his matchup is next week. If you want to look it up real I quick, am looking why, why it up I, right now. But I'm not worried about it. Um, you know, this week he played <laughs> the Rams, the who are in the Eagles. 
Okay. Okay. But I mean, the Rams are, I, I mean, what are they, are they top, what top three at worst defense in the league? Um, I mean, they, they just generate pressure naturally just rushing four. Um, and you could see all day long, you know, Kyler was not necessarily, you know, like rushing out of the pocket, but more like, you know, running, running backwards. Life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I get it. Uh, you know, and then like, the week before that, the Patriots had a double spy on him. He couldn't run anywhere. Seattle. Uh, week before that, they played Seattle, who has a fairly mobile quarterback. And I could very easily see them being able to develop a game plan, you know, to show. So, yeah, does the, does the injury play a factor? I'm sure it does. But I would put I would put it down to say I, it's more just he's had a really tough run of matchups, man. I mean. Yeah, you know? I, I will say this, man. Like the Giants are uh, are shockingly scary. All of a sudden, like they've gone five and two in their last seven games. Uh, that's I think what I heard, and and we'll get to that next. Uh, but they they've been they've been surprisingly <laughs> good, and and I wouldn't be shocked at all if they can shut down this Cardinals offense and uh, and do exactly what they did today to Russ. Um, to Kyler Murray. I mean, it, it's just been uh, – there's just something inside me that goes, uh, I feel really bad about Kyler Murray. And, like, I benched him everywhere I could. There was – I own him in a lot of leagues. Uh, I happened to get him fairly late, you know, for the quarterback drafting in, in, a, in a few leagues. So I was fortunate to get him, and it's carried me to this far. But uh, there's been a, a lot of – you know, I've got Tannehill, I've got Big Ben, I've got those types of guys, and I was just like, you know what? I'm throwing them over top of Murray right now, and Murray was fine. He wouldn't have killed me today, but, you know, you want those those big, big scores from your quarterback if you can get them, and, and I didn't feel like he can get them right now because he's just not running as much as he was. Like, before the injury, he was running double-digit times a game, and since the injury, he's running single digits five times each game. And I feel like some of those are just he's just praying, you know, he's just having to run for his life, like you said today. So it's not so much designed runs. It's just him, like, scrambling out. Um, anyway, next game, as I mentioned before, it was Giants. Uh, they upset the Seahawks 17-12. to 12. I mean, yeah, what everybody, the hell? <laughs> everybody thought that this was going to be a monster game for the Seahawks. And... Um, you know, we pivoted to, to Carson, you know, yeah. late, late today and uh, he was fine, you know, over a hundred yards total and a touchdown, but yeah. not what you were expecting from him. I mean, um, you take that touchdown catch away and oh boy, that, that, that would have been, yeah, that's what a 30 a yard, 30 catch. yard I mean, catch. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's it, PPR leagues. That's uh, a 10 point play. Metcalf, <laughs> you know, five for 80, whatever. Lock it six for 63 fine i mean nothing nothing sexy here guys on the seahawks side they scored 12 points nothing sexy on the seahawks side guys but nothing good on the giant side either i mean gallman had 135 yards rushing so i guess that's cool but uh, i mean nothing else i think Shepard scored the lone touchdown for them uh so that was good there but i mean like what do we we thought that the seahawks offense kind of dipped when carson got hurt but now that he's back, it really hasn't seemed to pick back up. What are we? What are we feeling here? I don't know, man. Like 
you know, the first half of the year, it was all about, oh, man, Russ, Russ is going to get his first MVP. He's just set, <laughs> he's going to break NFL records. And, you know, this defense is so terrible that they have to score all these points. And and then, I don't know, it just stopped. Like you said, it was, you know, Carson got hurt. And it's like, oh, man, boy, I, I guess he's a little more important than we thought. Um, <laughs> I don't I don't know what's going on. Um I, I mean, God, I, that's a terrible answer. I mean, it's the worst answer I can give. I mean, but I, I just, I don't know. Yeah, I, I kind of just wonder if defenses are, are you know, are, are picking up. And, and you know, part of it is also the Seahawks defense is playing better. And so sure. I think yeah. they're they're trying to run the ball more, play more, you know, ball control and things like that. And, and instead, it's going kind of the opposite. Um, it's actually going against them. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it. it I, I'm not too worried. I think the Seahawks will bounce back. Um, they're too good to, to not. But let's move on to the next game here. Packers-Eagles, kind of what we expected, a big blowout here. Packers 30, Eagles 16. Uh, Wentz was benched. This wasn't a, hey, we're going to mix in Hurts. He was benched in the third quarter. Um, he finished 6 for 15 for 79 yards. Hurts finished 5 for 12 for 109 and a, and a touchdown and a pick. <clears throat> Um, neither one of them played very well, but I, you know, I, I don't know what the game plan is going to be going forward with them, but it's definitely something to look out for. I, I'm just going to ask you, like, hurts. I, hurts. I, I just got to ask you, like, if it is hurts going forward, like, what do we do with guys? You know, really the only people you're starting in this lineup are Goddard and maybe Ertz and Sanders, like. Sanders was pitiful today, but they were they were down early. He couldn't get anything going. So like, right. what do we do with Goddard, Earth, and Sanders? Because nobody's starting the receivers at this point. If I Hertz mean, is there. I know that, like you said, they were. I think they were down like what 23, 20 to three or something at, at one point. But even bad. even so, though, like the Packers are like maybe the biggest run funnel you know defense in the league. So. It is still surprising that, you know, they, they didn't get the, you know, ground game going a little bit more because, I mean, that's just what's been happening all year. You know, Packers have been ahead, but teams have still been running the ball on them because they, they can, you know. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, my, you know, off the top of my head, I would say, well, I still trust Sanders because, you know, rookie quarterback, they're going to lean on the run. But then you look and see what happened today, and I think that that's a very reasonable game script to – maybe expect, but they won't have such an easy, you know, a soft matchup like that on the ground. So me, I, you know, honestly, I think the guy that I would be most comfortable playing if I had to play a guy would be Jalen Rieger. You didn't even mention him, but that would be the guy. Yeah. I mean, that was he's, the guy that he threw that, that pass. He did. I mean, a couple Rieger rookies. A I mean, player. I could see them having some chemistry. If I had to start a guy, honestly, it's Rieger, man. Yeah, R- Rigger did get the good the good play there. Uh, so yeah, that's that's definitely something to look out for. I, I don't. It's it's tough to it's tough to do that. Um, and then we'll we'll finish here with the biggest blowout of the day, and probably super surprising to a lot of people. Not maybe that the Pats won, but the how they won forty five to zero. Um, excuse me. What in the hell happened here? Cam went twelve for nineteen, one touchdown. Ran 14 times, rushed for two touchdowns. Uh, Harris ran 80 yards. Michelle ran 
35 yards. The interesting thing there is that Harris got 16 carries. Michelle saw 10. I didn't see when Michelle got his 10 carries, but like if they were mixed in early, like that pisses me off because Harris is so much better. And it tells by the yards per carry here too. So, so like if it's mixed in early, that's just, that's just dumb. Belichick's just going <laughs> to stop it. Um, uh, nothing on nothing on the receiver side for for them, and then obviously like nothing from the Chargers. I mean, what on the hell happened here? Eckler couldn't run the ball clearly. Uh, only caught four. Allen was five for forty eight. Herbert just got owned by Belichick. I mean, was this just Belichick being? Was this is Belichick's like one of his best coaching performances ever? Because Herbert hasn't been shut down by a lot of people this year. It's, if anybody, uh, definitely uh, not his best coaching performance ever. But well, he I said one of them. Like, he's got like that's what he I does. Mean, Herbert's he's... not a Herbert's not a fucking Hall of Famer, man. Like I mean, he's been great, but if you look at Belichick's track record against rookies, he absolutely murders them yes he does so i mean do do i think it would do i think they would have put a goose egg up well no of course not they're they're just chock full of weapons but it doesn't shock me i mean you know herbert this he hadn't had a rookie game yet no all year um and this was it and this was it um and it's not unreasonable it's not you know i don't think anyone's down on him for any reason but this just goes to show that even even man with just not really the most talented roster and with all the guys that they are just missing on defense as well like the Patriots are a real life team that you have to worry about every week fantasy wise they're a dumpster fire um which sucks uh but i mean <laughs> yeah. you know you you get you get you know that that matchup you know on, against them on defense and you've really got to you really got to think about it, man. I mean, they're not what they were, but they're still far above average. Man, the Patriots have been have been embarrassed on defense a few times, so it, it is interesting to see them do this against a, a red hot Chargers offense. Um, yeah. So this this one, I'm not gonna lie, really surprised me. Um, so another thing that is surprising me right now is. The Denver Broncos, we are under two minutes to go in the third quarter, are leading the Chiefs 16 to 12. <laughs> what? The Chiefs need to like figure out that they actually have to play their division. Is this just what's going on? <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's just crazy. They they lose to the Raiders, almost lose to the Raiders a second time. And now losing to the Broncos. Like, what? No. You Guys, see what happens when you have a quarterback on your roster, Joe? You can actually be you can actually participate. <laughs> they're not used you know they finally got a quarterback back there and they're like oh yeah that's right i remember you throw the ball <laughs> drew lock doesn't count <laughs> sorry listen uh, man he's a, he's way better than what he was last week but yeah it's <laughs> yeah. just yeah i don't know i'm not i'm not feeling it all right man uh that's all we got um Oh, sorry, I was just watching a possible touchdown play so pause there for a second so all right that's all we got man you got anything else to add for the carry people out no i'm just remembering that i'm behind on you so now i see kelsey's yeah. score oh, oh shit no. i just gave it away to you i'm behind you jerk yeah oh, <laughs> damn it that's right well hey right, kelsey well, just hey, scored but there's Chief, a flag on the play now, so there we go <laughs> all is right with the world all right see y'all yeah. later good night fellas